Hey, what's up, fam? I know it's been a long time since you've seen us, but we the three tokens. You have myself, LC, James, and our good buddy CP is back with us as well. Um, we didn't post anything last week. Obviously, you could probably tell. Um, we didn't think it was kind of right. Just take that that time to just have that moment of silence and think. Um, a lot of a lot of voices needed to be heard, not ours. So we let that time kind of elapse. So now we're kind of back into that groove. And today, I just want to have a reflection over everything that has happened, uh, what's going on now, what what our thoughts and what kind of predictions of what will happen, and kind of what are some of the changes and, and positive things that we think will come of everything. So um, I just kind of jump right into it. If you don't know what we're talking about, pretty much just the the George Floyd um, incident, the, the the unnecessary death that happened with the with the police officer and things like that, and kind of how it sparked a lot of peaceful protesting, which turned into unpeaceful protesting, which turned into uh, looting and rioting and and all of the Facebook comments that followed. Um, so uh, just like I said, just open it up. Uh, what do you guys What do you guys think so far? I guess we'll start from just from the beginning of just your the, the actions that happened, what are your thoughts and things like that on it? Um, I mean, straightforward. I mean, it's it's obvious, like that there there's a uh, there's a a power struggle that one side mm -hmm. seems to have way too much power, you know, and another side obviously just has hasn't. And it's like, I mean, whether you, whether you see it as a race thing or an injustice thing, how, however you, whatever your opinion is on it, um, the police have a lot of physical, legal, whatever type of monetary, you know, backing that they can kind of do a lot of things that whether good or bad, they don't have a lot of repercussions. Like, there's a lot of things that they can get away with. Yeah. I was uh, I was looking, because I try not to talk on things all the time. Like, sometimes you get emotional and you just you just let it rip. And you do that in privacy. But, like, when you talk publicly or with other people, I try not to, like, jump into conversations until I, like, understand a little bit more just around the topic. Uh, but, like, I know from kind of some of the research I've been doing and a lot of things I've been looking up, it's like really hard for police officers to get fired for anything wrong that they do, um, mainly just because of their, their unions. And so I think that the fact that the guys that did the crime did get arrested, I thought that was a huge, like, I guess, positive step mm. and everything like that. But I think it's kind of like a culmination of everything. If you think about it, just how did we get here? I saw something that was like, it took all of sports being cut off, movies being cut off, everybody watching everything on Netflix and us being forced in the house to address like issues that have been going on for a long time without distractions. And I think that this is just like kind of like the culmination of like all of those things being peeled away. And then you just seeing like, Oh, well, maybe everything isn't as, as cool or as smooth as we thought it was. Yeah. I say I mean, we seeing... as in people, not us. <laughs> no, no, yeah. you're right. We're, we're seeing a lot of, a lot of things affecting people that it normally wouldn't affect and they're upset about it like um i mean a simple thing like unemployment i know a lot of people are on un unemployment right now there's a lot of people that are on unemployment that never would be in a normal scenario and they're like man this website is horrible man when we call in i can't get any help 
oh man, they don't have a good system for this. And it's like, I know they don't have a good system for it. Imagine the people that are on it all the time or like are on it in, in, you know, personal or their personal times when it's hard. It's like, I don't know why it took a global event for people to realize like, we don't have a great system for that, but maybe because other people are experiencing it for once, maybe we'll get like a positive change from that. Yeah. Man, my reflection in the past few weeks is what, what has happened. It just kind of like set me off like anger wise and look, I'm the same way with that. Um, I was trying to keep it to myself as much as possible, share my wife. And then you start seeing people speak out about it from a different perspective. And then that kind of set me off because I'm like, okay, now I got to say something because, because they're seeing it through their lens. And I've, I've, I mean, this is, this is something that's been going on for decades upon decades. And you see the videos out there when the first week, when it happened over that weekend, when it coming through, just like I'm on Twitter and I'm just seeing it live feed, live feed, live feed. But if we even rewind this all the way back before COVID, we go COVID and then we hear about a man getting shot while jogging. Yeah. Yeah. Yet it almost went two months these people that Without, just, yeah, yeah they, they can stay in their home and or anything two months and you hear about it. And I'm like, how is that justice? I, I yeah. don't, I don't get that. And then, then we go a little bit in and you see this Amy Cooper thing going on. And at first I was like, what? And you, we've heard the thing, the Karens and stuff like that. We, we yeah, there's a <laughs> phrase for it. And you see something like that. And I listen to a lot of things like Trevor Noah I listen to Phil DeFranco. I, I listen. I listen to those things, and that idea of like, oh, ignorance is bliss. Well, that wasn't ignorance. That was purposefully yeah. weaponizing a skin color, mm-hmm. and you knew that relationship, and you, you use that as a, a fear against someone and trying to weaponize it. I'm like, no, no. And then yeah. we get to this, and I think Killer Mike. I don't know why his name is Killer Mike. But when he he's has to go a rapper, super nice guy, like, yeah, no, I'm like his his name is very. I, I don't know if you try to go with intimidate name, but he said it best. He said we're basically watching murder porn, nine minutes of murder porn. Because I saw the clip, everyone saw the clip, nine mm-hmm. minutes, and I think that lawyer said he was counting down, not two, not three, nine minutes. That's ah, uh, <laughs> you know, nine, you, you get nine it, minutes yeah. is a long time, bro. Like nine. Okay. Just, I do a just, plank just, for one minute and I'm struggling and I'm like, the time slows down. That's nine minutes. I mean, I'm just thinking yeah. like normal stuff. You send me a YouTube video and it's nine minutes. I'm like, bro, what? Why? Nine minutes? I don't have nine, nine minutes. minutes. Like, what do you, I have, like two minutes. I, my yeah. attention span is two minutes. But yeah, but something like that, it's like you're watching it and you're like, how is this still going on? Like, not how is this still going on in time? You're like, he's been sitting on his back for five minutes and, and, on and his, doesn't on that neck on that neck but i'm saying like at five minutes mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying five minutes is okay but i'm saying at five minutes that man still hasn't processed i am i am hurting this person yeah i have uh two things i want to say i want to go back to what cp said earlier and then i come back to address the the, the amount of time that it was spent like in that position but 
what you were saying, like you were getting, you were keeping it to yourself and just kind of dealing with all the emotions internally. And I, me and Don, um, we, when we were driving in the car, I was just kind of talking about, I was like, I'm just frustrated about it. And I don't really understand it and everything like that. Just like how this is acceptable and okay. But you just kind of deal with those emotions. And then like you get online and you just see people just start throwing out stuff and just saying things and just like being aggressively wrong and everything like that. I was like, and no, even though they, they are good people and right. And it didn't even come out and to attempt to hurt my feelings personally, just seeing what they were saying, I was like, this hurts me. And so then it forced me to actually like go and write. Uh, it was funny. I was like, I talked to a lot of other people and they were like, man, this has just been a rough week for me. I've, like a lot of people have been feeling like the emotional weight of what's been going on in the protests and things like that. So they've been feeling down. And I'm like, yeah, you're feeling down about the emotional weight and the weight of everything and the protests and writing because you're worried about like, how far will this extend? Will this go into your family and your neighborhood and everything like that? But I'm like, I'm frustrated because like you guys are seeing all this and justifying it by like saying, oh, well, if you're going to loot, your cause means nothing. But we're dying. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that, and again, like, I don't want to cut you off, but like, oh, no, I'm, not no, saying, yeah. I'm not saying looting and rioting is the way to get stuff done. But like, you can't just say like, oh, if you were peaceful, it would be fixed. It's like, no, no, it's not because, because we've done that. And I, you done see that, that forever. And I hate to bring up sports into that. When Kaepernick was doing the kneeling, they're like, no, there's not a right way to do it. There's like, you can't do that. You can't approach that way. Yeah. And then you go into the thing, well, you can't protest this way. Oh, well, you can't ask for it this way. I'm like, okay, there's no right way to protest. I'm, I'm sorry. There's no right there, way to protest. There isn't. There isn't. And I have friends that talked about the writing because that was the first thing they drew. It was like, oh, they're writing and stuff like that. I'm like, there was a social contract. So in the United States or any society, you, you sign a social contract. You follow the laws. You do your stuff. Even if you're down on your luck and you're you're hurting there's people that still go by that social contract but when you're a particular minority of that group and you feel like that social contract has been broken multiple times that you agree to at that point it gets to this and that's that's what we're seeing time and time again because this 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 death is not different from a man being choked out four years ago or yeah. two men getting called in in a Starbucks because they're there for a meeting. It, it, it keeps going and going and going and going. Yeah, and yeah. eventually, and, and, there's an endless number of examples that we know about that got popular on the media. I mean, I can't imagine the amount of examples would be even in the past 20 years if you could figure out every single time, you know, something happened. And, and it's not always you know, a, a race thing, but a lot of the times it is. If we yeah. didn't have these, if we didn't have oh, these, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just, just think of all, like, all the times, if it, when my phone broke and my camera did not work, I was paranoid to get yeah, my phone replaced because I needed my phone. Don't have somebody, yeah. and even if you, you have a phone, but it happens to you, you may not be the one that can record it, or mm-hmm. two, if you do record it, they're just going to say like, oh, he just recorded his side of what happened. Like you never, you have to have another person there. By, by the end of April, I was watching videos on YouTube about like, what happens when you get pulled over being black? What do you mm-hmm. do? What are your rights? Um, I saw a guy that was a real estate agent showing a house to a client on a Sunday. So he grabs a little, uh, the hidden key, whatever, goes inside. The neighbor across the street used to be an old police officer. He calls the police. They have guns drawn on this guy 
that had an appointment with the owner of the house to show this house to a client. It's just because how they were dressed, they were treated a different way. And then mm -hmm. you, you, you go into another one. A man was walking his dog. His kids are on the front lawn in Texas, a black man. And this cop pulls around and says, that's not your dog. He was like, dude, you know, like crazy. Like what? Yeah, what? yeah. Rolls up and tries to say this guy was wanted from New Orleans, says his name. And the guy's like, that's not my name. His wife whips out the phone. And this guy's like, this is you. He's like, you don't even know my name. You didn't even look up my address. You don't even know who I am, but you're trying to say me. And he's like, well, just come to the car with me. I was like, he's like, I'm not going anywhere. And this guy was yeah. like, this is a big buff. And this guy was grabbing his hand. It's like, no, uh-uh. And like, it was emotional. This is before George Floyd. This is before this. And I'm just like, it, it got to the point where you have to be taught hidden rules. And I had to teach some of my friends that would speak out. If you are, a, if you're black, you have to be taught, oh, don't do this. When you go into a store, oh, grab, make sure you have the receipt. Make sure you have a bag. Don't put your hands in your pocket. Don't dress a certain way. Don't look yeah. at this person like this. And I told my friend back, we, we were gathering and it was when the curfews were going for COVID-19. And he was like, well, I, I told him I was afraid. I wanted to get home before midnight. And he was like, it's not a big deal. They pull you, if a cop pulls you over, just, just tell them where you're going. And another friend was like, yeah, it's not that big deal. I get pulled over all the time. And I'm like, I don't want to be pulled over. I don't want <laughs> no, any kind of like, no, because no, and that, that was, and I hate to say it, that was a difference of privilege. That was yeah, a difference of, yeah. and something that you may, I think of LaCorne knows, my grandpa was a police officer, 20 years, did 20 years in Air Force, 20 years in this. And he retired uh, 2009. And he was at the time, the only black officer on that force for a while and same thing I had a student that his mom is the only highway, highway patrol that's black and I fear for them and I, I I'm thankful that my grandpa retired because yes you do have those good cops and yes you do have those bad cops and those good cops are trying to man dude they're trying to make things up with the community they, they have neighbors they have you know what I'm saying yeah, and it's yeah. fearful for them to go out every day but it's also fearful the people you're trying to protect. And that's, and earlier in the video, we talked about power and stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't, they're supposed to be, I love Spider-Man, I love Superman, I love superheroes. To me, the police officers are close to what superheroes are supposed to be. And I love that's reading those stories. Yeah. I love reading the stories, like a man pulls over someone at Walmart because they, Walmart call and this guy was circling around. He had like four kids and a baby while driving. And the officer pulled him up, talked to him, went into that store, found the mom, bought car seats, taught the mom how to put car seats in the back of that, their yeah, car. Yeah. And I'm like, those are superheroes. And when I see that stuff right there, I'm just like, man. And there's, there's and you've seen the stories, sheriffs and police officers around the United States that are in support and so forth. And I, I fear for them. I fear for them. And that's, it, it's just a, I think uh, like when we go through that, um, I know because uh, there's, there's this push and movement again, where it's like blue lives matter and everything like that. It seems like every time that we, we talk about like Black Lives Matter and everything like that, it's always like Blue Lives Matter too and cops are in danger and everything like that. And, and I look at that and, 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 I, and, I, and I, I think a couple of things, I'm like, well, yes, it's a, it's a dangerous job and, and someone's got to do it. And so it's I'm- like, It's like the 12th most dangerous job. Yeah, but it, it's, it's not even dangerous nonetheless. 
but it's still yeah, but it's, like, it's, but, it's not even like top 10 like it's like it's like 15th or something the stats are there I I think it also matters like in the city because you you don't know who you're interacting with and you don't know Mm. how their emotion is and like it's tough to keep your emotions intact and try to account for someone else's emotions and Mm. even for me someone that's like a grandson of a police officer I am terrified of police officers unless I know that police officer like I've had a job where I had police officers shop and you get to know them because I'm like oh they like the same thing and that's that community building but then yeah. when you have what you see in the media and how things are reacting and then how it, 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 it sucks. What, it sucks. What I was yeah. going to say is like, so if, if we know this because we actually live this every day, but shockingly enough, not all black people are bad. Right. It's a shock, but, not all black people are bad, just, just, just so you know that, right? But what ends up happening is that you hear stories of, of gang violence and things like that from back in the day, and you hear stories or you see, like, um, black people portrayed on TV and in things like that as thugs, and, and you hear rap music, and without context, it's, without context, it sounds very aggressive and dangerous and things like that because it's not something that's in my everyday norm. So then when I see a black person, I have all those programs, all those things that program me, to think that black people are dangerous that come up all of a sudden, right? What's happening is mm-hmm. that now the police officers are going through the exact same thing that black people are going through in the sense of like, hey, yeah, maybe not all police officers are dangerous, but I mean, I've seen Training Day. Um, I've seen episode of Cops. I've seen uh, LAPD Live. I've seen how you're treating us like just through videos and things like that. And obviously like this may not be all of you, but these few that you're showing us through the media, the same way you did with the black people, is what's showing me that you're dangerous and what's creating yeah. that sense of fear inside of us. So, and it's interesting that like people can see it one way as like, oh no, like black people are bad. Well, wh- what black person have you met that was bad? Well, my uncle, cousins, nephews, brothers, sister-in-law <laughs> right. said this, yeah. right? Well, my that's not your ex- that's not your experience. Saw them yeah. pull me over, right? So it's, it's one of those, it's like, everyone is living vicariously through someone else's experience. And so because of that, everyone operates at a state of fear for no reason. Right. And race then is if a, you just, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Race is a human-made thing. Race is yeah. a human-made thing. And stereotyping comes from how you were raised and in your, in your experiences. And like you said, yeah, you're getting that from background of people. I agree 100%. Yeah. And then, and then the other thing I'll say too is like, so I, I know for a fact that, um, just like most places, most people are like, oh, I don't want to drive down this neighborhood because this is, a, this is possibly a dangerous neighborhood. It's unfamiliar with me and everything like that. But I'm going to just, just take you back. So let's say you're driving through Arkansas and you're in a wooded area and your car breaks down and all of a sudden you start hearing banjo playing. You get scared. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> you're, you're out, right? Uh, I'm, way, well, I'm way uh, more worried I stay, about I stay away from little towns. I stay away from exactly, little towns. Exactly. What's, what's, what's trained you to that? Have you ever met anybody that's played a banjo? No. Have you ever, you've only seen depictions of these type of people through, <laughs> through forms of media. But, we See, but there trained. are little towns in the state we live in right. that, like, we probably shouldn't go to. Oh, no, but it's definitely there. But I'm saying, like, it doesn't matter, like, black, white, or other. Um, if mm. you're out there, your car breaks down, and the first thing you hear is the down, 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 right? <laughs> you're like, oh, snap. Like, I'm about to run into somebody with, like, messed up teeth, got some moonshine in the back, and might eat me. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> I look at my car. I look at how much <laughs> gas I have left. And I'm like, all right, here we go. I need right. a civilization. And then these yeah. are stereotypes that, that, that just travel across like different races and things like that. But it's, it's only for whatever reason, the, the black ones that people are like fear for my life afraid of. Right. And so I think that that narrative itself has to be changed. And I think what's really cool and I kind of like transitioned into like some of the positives that's coming of it is like, even though the looting sucks, right. And the riots suck because it's damaging property and things like that. And the protests are inconvenient. It's actually making noise though. Right. Yeah. Um, law, laws are getting put in place and things are getting changed. Right. Now, do these laws help everybody? No, but the fact that we're starting on a on our path and we're getting a unified voice to, to talk and it's not just like black people now screaming out like, hey, it's not being racist towards me. We had now have like other people who are now allying that are saying like, hey, stop being rude and racist towards them too. And I think that's something that has never happened before. Like not publicly, like privately, it's always been like, yeah, brother, I'm with you, right? But like, right. you've never seen a, it's so like, active on facebook and, and just out in twitter sphere and just when you're walking around just people of, of non-color just actively showing like hey we can't continue to do this right. and so i think we are think on the, the path go ahead i think the the amount of incidents has gotten and like you were saying earlier cp because of because of cell phones because of the internet because of Twitter, social media, I think the amount of incidents has gotten to a point where even people who never experienced it themselves or never saw it themselves or always was like, yeah, yeah, of course that's wrong, but they never felt it. They have seen too many at this point. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it happened one time and I was like, that's crazy. And then it happened again in a different state. And it's like, wow, is this a problem? But then fast forward and it's been three or four years and you've seen one other no i'm just saying like even if it was for you personally if it was three or four years ago when you started experiencing on the uh, internet like oh this is a thing i i've never experienced that fast forward three or four years it's like you've seen dozens you know you've seen t I, I don't know how many and depends on another thing like if you wanted to look into it yourself you see more and more and you're just like no no there's a problem here where black people doing regular things going to a house walking outside being in their own backyard literally outside of their own house you know are being assaulted beaten up uh, or you know and or when worst cases actually killed for no reason it's like yeah there, there's an amount where i think people just couldn't shy away from it anymore and yeah the only reason we're there is because of cell phone videos and security camera videos and things like that and i i, I want to go with something when speaking of when i started watching the video the, the first nine minute video i looked at my wife because i watched it first and then i showed yeah. her and because like i said we watched trevor noah we watched we watched a lot of different news outlets and when she saw it like i was disgusted and angry, but it wasn't the first time I've seen it. Yeah. It wasn't the first situation that I've seen something like that, but how it affected her. I was like, I was concerned about her mental health. Then I started worrying about my own mental health. And then YouTube did something weird. I started getting, there's this channel, it's called the Black Experience in other countries. 
and it's pretty much Asian countries, Japan, uh, South Korea, um, Vietnam, China. And I start, these are black people that left the United States and went over there to live. And every single video, they talk about how they make their money, how they, you know, how it's successful. Like some of these guys are executives in Japanese branches. They said for the first time in their life when they came over, they feel safe. Really? And the only discrimination that they have against them, this is, I'm talking Vietnam. I'm talking, I, I'm not going to say China because I didn't see one from China. Vietnam, South Korea, Japan. They feel safe. And the only discrimination that they get is because they're a foreigner. Yeah. But they feel actually safe. And what? for someone that it hurts seeing someone like United States is not supposed to be like that. You know what I'm saying? United States is for, it hurts. And I, I cried once because I saw that. And I, I, I just, cause you can feel it and you can you re- read the comments. Everyone's saying like, when they say that you can actually feel yeah. and believe that they are safe and they feel safe. And I'm like, it should not be that. It should be, it should be like this in your own country. Your it should own be like country. that everywhere everywhere and that's why you see protests everywhere yeah yeah and what's cool about that because like i grew up in germany for a long time i was in germany for about five years and it was really cool it's like over there like every uh, military <clears throat> helps out with that too when we over there like it didn't matter like what race you were everyone hung out everyone talked everyone was cool right and then when we were in germany german people didn't like any of you it didn't matter black, <laughs> white, other. So you were all because you were you're American, not liked because you were American, which was a very unique experience to have. When like when all of you guys, regardless of your race, are like in trouble, right? Yeah. And yeah. no one in particular. That's kind of a, that's kind of normal though. Like if you go to another state, you know, and they're like, ah oh, man, like if we went to Texas right now, you had a big OU shirt on. If I went to Texas and the only reason they didn't like me is because they thought I was an OU fan, I'd be so cool with that. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I'm cool. But, that's that. not, but it's not your first thought. Your first thought is something no. else. And then no. it trickles down into the same. And I had a friend, He it, this was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm over here just trying to play my game. And then he said something. <laughs> he said, all lives matter. Oh, no, man. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's true. But right now, we're trying to. <laughs> and I, that it set to, me off. It set me off. We're trying to equally get abused like everyone else. We're trying to get punished <laughs> for the same crime as everyone else. Like, it, like if Exhibit A, this person does it of this color, I want to be treated the same as that person. Same speed, same judicial process. And right now, it's not equal. Right now, you're telling someone that your race or your life is lesser than this person's life. Once we fix that, then we can do everything. But he's saying, if well, well if we I mean, just it's going to bring everyone down and yeah. that just i was yeah <laughs> no I, mean, I, I i read the i read the or heard the same thing and it was like police kill white people too and it was like yeah yeah they do so you should be mad like yeah you should right. equally be mad but instead they're like it's like oh oh it, it happens to us too so it's not a big deal and it's like why why are you okay with that what kind of, I don't understand the defense of like, yeah, that house is on fire, but I also need help with my house. It's like, you sure, but not really. Yeah. Your house isn't on fire. That house is on fire. The firemen go to the house that's on fire. They don't go to all the houses. It just doesn't make sense. And yeah, that, I don't understand the rationale you, you, there. You should not have to be afraid. And I use, the, I use a lot of examples and those hidden rules like, of parents like I, I stress out having a kid 
even as a teacher, now I'm, I was already worried about the pandemic and COVID, how it affected my kids not being in school for a while. And what's the, what they're going to come back? Like, did their parents lose their job? Are their needs being met? And now I have this on top of it. Yeah. That I'm, I know I'm mm. going to have to address. You don't know what mental issues, because as an adult, I'm having mental issues. Not like going crazy, but you have mental stress, mental fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. Like and you think you, about it. When you you hear people talk about, you oh, are. well, like video games, violence, all this stuff. Look what's out there. How many kids do you think saw that? Oh, well, yeah, to be honest, everyone. you have a cell phone. They probably saw it, no, no, no matter what. And I'm like, as a parent, you have to address it. As adults, we have to address it. And it's our job to protect them. But when I'm seeing videos of like generations of protesting, and then they're, they're looking at the young ones and saying, this is what we can do. And we're hoping your generation can get it further. And I'm like, our, our job as adults is to make sure the next generation comes up and they don't have to deal with it. Yeah. They shouldn't, that shouldn't be an obstacle. Your color should not be yeah. a hindrance or, 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 or something you're supposed to be build resilience of. No, that, that, that shouldn't have to be that way. And it, it, right now it is, and that's reality. And I, I, yeah. I've never been a fan, never been a fan. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Like we, can, we have all these videos that come out and things like that, and people will still discount it. That's not real. We're not seeing the whole story. What did they do? And everything like that. Like they were only getting one perspective, but we will watch an episode of Cops and be on the cop side the entire time, but that's not real. That drama is that drama is like stirred up. We'll watch the Kardashians, and we're just like, oh, the Kardashian is his life, right? But again, all of this is just not is reality. It says reality TV, but the reality of it is somebody's behind the scenes writing the script. And then when you look at like what's going on online and things like that, where it's like unscripted. Hey, this is how we're living. Ah, that's fake. How is yeah. one? How are you okay with one fake and not okay with the other? And so oh, I don't oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no. And so I was just going to say, I was like, I know it's a, like I said, it's, it's just a heavy thing to, to just kind of deal with and you just kind of see on a daily basis. But, but like I said, we can, we can focus on the, the negatives all the time. Like there, there are a lot of negative. It's very easy to look at the negatives. Like the news sells the negatives. That's kind of how they make a lot of money. Um, but I, I want to see like, I want to kind of have that that silver lining or that that the light at the end of the tunnel where it's like, what will come of it, right? What what's our next step or how how can it be better, right? Because I I can say that after I wrote my essay and I posted it online, the the amount of love and support that I got from people that I wasn't expecting to get it from made me feel better, right? Like hey, yeah, I got a lot of quick, I got a lot of um, responses like hey, I never knew this is how you were going feeling with all of these things. Um, it, sorry if I ever made you feel this way. Um, I didn't realize that this was yeah. I got the same thing, thing, right? I didn't write so, an essay, but I got the same thing. Even if even them saying that back to me made me feel good, but I was like, I hope that I can affect somebody else who maybe had a negative thought to begin with. And I think that it's starting to kind of make those conversations come up to light, and you're realizing like who thinks like that, and you can have those those real heart to heart conversations to see like, hey. At the very least, just acknowledge it's wrong. You may not have to change what you're doing. Just say that it's wrong, and then we can move from there. Right. It's easier to change yourself than it is to change someone else. And that's yeah. and if if they can, if a person can just reflect and admit that that is wrong, and I, you keep hearing things like white privilege and so forth. And like, if you have a platform, use your platform. Use say a voice, or like we have people out there protesting that aren't even black. Join. Yeah. Help, help. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, you can help in so many different ways. And 
I, I think people forget that everybody has a voice and yeah. if you choose not to use it, shame on you. That, that's, that's really is shame on you, but you have the right not to share your voice too, but yeah. change yourself at least and yeah. be supportive. And if you see something yeah. wrong, have the courage to call it out. Seriously. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're back in elementary school, when we, when we go to that, but <laughs> yeah. it's like we forgot um, like the fundamentals of that. So I, I saw I a really good, like really good post. It was about school. And it's, it was, uh, it was basically at the people, like you're saying, that are on Facebook right now. And they're the, you know, they're the one person arguing against, you know, 30 other people saying like, oh no, that was a fake video. It's like, look, look, if you're the only one out of all your friends that thinks something is fake, you're probably wrong. You <laughs> might be right. But if you're the only one that's defending something that happened and all of your friend groups think that it's morally or ethically wrong, like you should probably just kind of internalize and think a little bit. But um, it was the, the post was like, we're living through things that have happened through history and our history as a country has already dealt with this kind of stuff. Like if you're on the, the other side right now, it said you're literally failing an open book test. And I was like, that's a good point. I was like, we've already that's dealt really with it. Anybody yeah. who wants to, anybody who wants to say like, oh, Martin Luther King peacefully protested. It's like, yeah. And then they killed him. Like, do you not understand what happened right after? Yeah. Yeah. He just, he just died of natural causes. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I, I, I bring this up. I, I have a lot, so many things to go through with this. And I brought it up to, to another friend. Again, the, when they, they, they say that one little thing, you're just like, yeah. All right. That's the you friend. Have, you have. I, I, got, I got it. I'm like, I had someone, like, I get on, I haven't talked to him, I'm going to play my game. Everyone got off. And he's just like, CP, how are you feeling, man? I'm like, you know, he's like, how are you feeling with all the current stuff happening? I'm like, yeah, good, you know? He was like, do you want to talk about it? I'm like, it's a long story, man. He's like, can you just give me the cliff notes? And I'm like, <laughs> all right here we go and and i i love parents out there that say oh i want you to be a doctor oh i want you to be a lawyer oh i want you to be this i want you to be that you know those positive enforcing parents but yeah. when you have a race where you have to tell your child when you get pulled over do this when you get this situation do this you see what i'm saying that yeah. that's not positive reinforcement that's teaching them how to survive because they want their child to come back home alive. And yeah. I don't think it should ever be that way. I really do not think it should ever be that way. And well, I told we, somebody a year ago that that's a conversation that we have. Oh. I was like, that's a conversation that we have. That's a real thing. That's and they just, thing. they just didn't believe me. They were like, no, no, that doesn't happen. I was like, I, you can ask. I was like, you can ask any black person anywhere in this room around you, which there was a good handful. I won't say where we were at, but there was a lot of, you know, people of every gender, color, race, whatever, um, a lot of people around us. And I was like, no, 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 you can go ask any single person in here if they've ever had that conversation from somebody older than them telling them, or if they've ever told somebody younger than them, because, you know, there's people there who have kids and stuff. And they were like, I, I just don't think that's a thing. If that's something that you experienced, then that's a personal issue and I was like okay like I knew right <laughs> then I was like this is somebody that I can't actually trust I, I yeah. dread having that conversation LaCorn Elsie you have kids and I dread 
having like when I have a kid, I I like I rather have the sex talk than have <laughs> that talk. I'm like I'm, I'm Bro, saying, I rather. So my my situation with my kids is gonna be so much different than that. Right. And so like so for me it's like. I mean, I can have that. I can have that talk with my kids. But, I mean, if we get pulled over, you were driving. I was. In the <laughs> I feel. I feel like it's that yeah. that that Dave Chappelle thing where he's like, he has that guy named Dave on the side, and he's like, they get oh, yeah. over, and he's all like panicking. He's like, relax, relax, and he's just like, okay. <laughs> and like I'm like, that, yeah. there's a. Uh, yeah, no, but but I think that that's one of the things that um, and I were a little bit over time, but I'll say this and one other thing and. I let you all kind of say your closing statements but um one of the things that I do fear is like when I do have like my my own biological child it's like man I don't want to have that conversation because then the moment so you either you have that conversation with them or they will see it there's the only those are your only two options like and, and you would that, rather that's them it. be prepared for it I'd, I would rather them be prepared for it than unprepared and so that kind of hurts as a, as a like as a dad. You're thinking like, man, I'm going to have to tell my son, like or daughter, hey, if you get pulled over, this, that, and the other. And then if they ask me why, it's gonna be even harder to explain to them, hey, I know you have been telling you that you're special and you're amazing and you're gonna be able to do great things, but other people don't see that. This is how they're going to see you. So I want you to be protected so that I can see you again the next time. And just thinking about that, that's kind of like, that's a, that's a tough statement to talk yeah. to your child about. And so, so yeah, I think heavy. that like, that, and, and that's heavy. It's like, and now, and now that I'm a parent and I think back, like my mom was the one that had a lot of those talks with me and everything like that. And I'm like, man, that had to be hard for her thinking like, Hey, my son is going out and hanging out, especially like we were in Colorado Springs. Uh, we were in, <laughs> oh bro, like Colorado Springs, Washington. Kentucky like we were in like predominantly white areas so I can just even imagine even more just thinking about like oh like will I see him again like just just thoughts like that and so like I said so that that's a hard thing to say but I will say that I just I hope that from all of this parents are having those talks not just like black parents teaching their children like how to like I, I felt like I hope all parents just be like hey I don't know what you're doing in school but if you're treating somebody else rude, cut that out, right? I, I, I hope that that are the conversations that we're having. And then for outside of that, it's like, hey, treat people like people. At the end of the day, if we treat people human and like people, we will get rid of all issues. And then if you think about like this, like the Black Lives Matter movement, if a law goes into effect that helps out Black people, on the document, it's not going to specifically say, don't kill Black people. <laughs> it's going to say don't kill people which means whatever helps out black people helps out all people it's strange and so <laughs> there's there's no point of like fighting it or coming against it and everything like that yes every life is important and we're not saying that those lives aren't important we know they're important we're saying that particularly like right now part of the human body has a broken leg and we're not going to go and do arm reconstruction surgery when the arm is fine, we need to heal the leg. So that's my that's my closing statement. I'll let you let you go, CP. So this is going to be everyone loves Bruce Lee, right? You got the Bruce Lee thirty, was it thirty for thirty coming or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And oh, there's yeah. a, there's a Gotta scene in that. there 
And he asked him, so are you Asian? Are you Chinese? Are you Asian American? And Bruce is like, why can't I just be human? Yeah. And that's, I was like, oh, crap. Even now, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. You have to, and, you have to listen to him because he'll beat the shit. <laughs> no, just yeah, and I'm like, even from that perspective <laughs> here. <fight> him. <laughs> Again, I, I try to look for the future. I, I thought that my generation would never see a war. I don't want my kids to ever see a war in their generation. And hopefully, I thought after, now I was, I was ignorant then when we had Obama be president. I, I, you have two different sides. You have those that are want to be optimistic, and then you have still the community that think old fashionedly. And I remember when, before the inauguration for him, I had some family, I call them my Ken folk because they come from Texas and they say Ken folk. <laughs> and they, they honestly thought he was going to be shot and killed. He wouldn't make it to his term. Yeah. Well, because they, they saw it in what, something similar in their lifetime. Yeah. And I was like, no, no. But then that fear, I'm thinking like, oh, crap. You know? And after all that said and done, I was like, okay. But then you start seeing civil race issues popping up, popping up. And right now, I hate to get political with it, but you see it all around. Normally, we need empathy and we need support. And we're getting that. We're getting that. But we're also getting these weird pushbacks. And that makes no sense. Yeah. And again, if you're someone in power, our country comes from a strength of union, not dividing. Oh, yeah. And we're seeing the ripples and we're seeing the consequences of that right now. And I think it needs to be more of a unity. So we get patriotic when things go wrong, we step up. Like you don't touch the United States, you touch the United States, it's, it's gonna be a backhand and then some coming at you. And <laughs> Pretty much. But if we, we need to apply that same mentality inside the country. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's, that's a big deal. That's, uh, I get emotional on it, but. <laughs> uh. It's emotional subject. Yeah. All right, James, I'll let you, let you have your, your last statement. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say a short one, and then I'll try and wrap it up. Um, but, you know, again, like, people want to point out the rioters and the looters and things like that. And you know, obviously, nobody wants that to be the cause or the, the result. But nobody, nobody wants – nobody wants – a, a police officer of any color to kill anybody of any color wrongfully. You know, it's like two wrongs obviously don't make a right, but there are, cause you were saying um, positive notes. I mean, there are things that are changing and like um, Ferguson, for example, is doing a very good job of like working together with the community, police officers and everybody else. Um, there hasn't been any rioting and things like that, but I was like, but there was last time. So, you know, they're the ones they specifically said, like, the last time we'll never have let this happen again. And it's like, good. Like, we got there. Now, was it a great time getting there? No, it was hard. People lost businesses, things like that. You know, insurance is very helpful, obviously. Um, but, like, it, sometimes it takes those types of steps to make change happen, at least to make change happen in like a reasonable time. Cause yeah. you know, you can always just say, oh, you know, it'll be better. 
it'll be better tomorrow. It'll be better next year. And, it, and you know, it's like, it doesn't always get better fast enough, especially when it comes down to, you know, like people's everyday lives. But I'm not, so I'm not saying, yeah, go out there and riot and stuff, but like, I, there are some positive results coming from the past 10 years or so of the internet showing these things happening. Um, but anyways, yeah, just to, I'll just try and wrap it up. I mean, there is a lot of, a lot of actual conversation happening. I've seen a lot more on the internet. I've seen a lot more on the actual news. I've seen a lot more person to person. Um, I've had people text me or message me or something just be like, Hey man, you know, like, I just want you to know, like, I've never tried to do anything that would make you feel a certain way. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Like, it, it almost matters more that if they would have done something that they thought about it, that they were like, I don't think I have, but if I have, let me know. Yeah. And like the, the fact that people are learning now and accepting that this is a thing is a positive regardless of well if a law changes or if a law is created or not whether it's black people specific whether it's all people whether it's defending defunding the police whatever whatever laws and legal things pass it won't matter if the general the general person doesn't care yeah because police officers just like the rest of us are just people now that's a good thing because they're people but it's also a bad thing because they're just people you know they don't see laws as you know set in stone like they have their their opinions and if you have a bad police officer that gets out there just the same as having a, a criminal out there like it's not any different yeah but i mean i think things are getting better you know i'm i'm happy for that but at the same time yeah it's, it's a lot there's a lot going on so we will um yeah. you know we'll see where it goes yeah well i know i know this has been heavy it's definitely heavy and somber no one likes talking about their own mortality and and kind of how they feel about it all um one thing i will ask and this would be like homework for the comment section and homework for ourselves mm -hmm. as well is that do you think that we can heal from this in our lifetime right because like right now is like we have a scar, it's a huge scar, right? And every single time the scar almost, or every time the wound almost heals, someone picks at it and it opens up that wound, we start bleeding again. And so like now there's a huge wound that we're having that we're trying to heal and fix. Do we feel like by the time we meet our deaths, like an old age, preferably, that we will mm -hmm. be able to get over the hurt and racism will probably not be ended, but really quelled and doled down to the point to where like we no longer have to stress or worry about kids coming home safely or interaction with police officers or just people in general where it could be taken negatively do you feel like within that time we'll be able to heal and not pass this on to the next generation some food for thought i definitely want to hear about it definitely want to talk about it um but hey fam appreciate you guys sticking through listening definitely want to know your thoughts follow us on facebook follow us on youtube Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Spotify. Everywhere you can hear podcasts is where we're at. Um, next week, we'll bring some funny to you. Kind of lighten it up a little bit. We won't be dull all the time. And we love you guys. Be out.